Kent Online News. News you can trust. This is the Kent Online Podcast. Lucy Hickmott. It's Tuesday the 17th of September. Coming up, more children being used as money mules. Young people are easily tempted. Um, They look at what they can buy and it's a a win-win situation, they think. Homeless shelter on bus forced to close. It was a lifeline. Uh, To be honest, I don't know what I would have done. Snow was on the ground couple of years back and I was freezing, literally freezing. And HMS Medway arrives in towns. It's a huge thing, not just for the historic dockyard, but actually for the, the residents of Medway themselves. The, the Royal Navy have had a huge presence over the last 400 years. Kent Online News. An increasing number of children in Kent are being targeted by criminals to be money mules. Figures show more than 130 under-18s were convinced by gangs to allow them to use their bank accounts to hide criminal funds last year. That's up more than 80% on 2016. Now police have written to schools warning of the dangers. Ex-offender Lennox Rogers has been telling us what he thinks should be done about it. Gangs will show young people um, wads of money that they can have if they allow their account to be used. Um, The young people are easily tempted. Um, They look at what they can buy and it's a a win-win situation they think. And today it's much easier to um, 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 deposit money into your account. Um, you can go to a cash machine, put your pin in and put the cash in and job done. So it, it's much easier. Um, I think we need um, a lot more early intervention in the sense of um, we need people from banks to come into schools um, more and teach the kids of the consequences of them being caught up in this, the impact it will have, not just on them, but their families who may be using the same bank as them. You know, you're not going to be able to get a mortgage later on in life. You're um, you're going to be blacklisted. um, And it has quite a domino effect um, that not just that bank will um, blacklist you, but other banks will too. You'll come up on there. You'll be flagged. So, um, yeah, so we're working with young people who are caught up in that and one of the um, consequences um, we've noticed is that you know some of the young people we've worked with have been um, have wanted to stop they've allowed their account to be used they've had thousands of pounds put through their account and they want to stop and what the gang has done or the gangs have done has filmed their family going home and you know their little brother and little sister their mum and dad and then they've sent the images to that young person and and threatened and said that if you don't continue um you know we will hurt your family and that has often been quite scary for the young person that if they don't continue um, they're worried about what will happen to their mum and dad or their little brother and sister and so they've continued and suffered the consequences. It's um, very difficult for some young people who um, their parents might be working two or three jobs, um, you know, and doing what they can to, um, you know, pay the bills and and support the family. But um, what we're finding is young people um, from a younger age, um, 12, 13, 14, they want to start earning money at a younger age. Um, we've talked to some families who um, have tried to 
have open relationships with their children and share the family problems. When it's down to finances, when the family says, oh, we, you know, we haven't got a lot of money and um, we're doing all we can to make ends meet, um, this sometimes makes the young person want to um, earn some fast, easy money. They're tempted even more. They're thinking that they can help their family out, but they don't realise sometimes that it's not their responsibility, um, but they're taking on responsibilities that, they're, that are not theirs. And, you know, when they're seeing the gang members show them nice clothes, jewellery and everything like that, um, you know, and the wads of cash and they're saying, you know, this will help your mum out, this will help your dad out, you know, it's so difficult to say no. But we think that if we can get into more schools and um, other services, um, working with other services as well to um, do early intervention, we feel that we can help the young people, um, you, you know, turn away from it by showing them some of the consequences. They're taught that you're going to get your wrist slapped if you get caught. You're not going to go to prison. Um, nothing's going to happen to you. You're, um, a young, you're under 18. Um, and so they can't do nothing to you. The reality is that it is going to have quite an effect, a domino effect. You're going to be blacklisted. Um, there, is an op there is a potential that you could go to prison. Um, you know, and these gangs are using the children because they don't want to get their hands dirty. And so um, the kids are taking the rap. You know, they're taking all the risks, getting minimal money, and the gangs are profiting. Kent Online reports. A hive man who threatened to kill his neighbour with a samurai sword is starting three years in prison. Police found the weapon and a taser when they searched 27-year-old James Franklin's flat in Spring Lane in January. It's thought a fire at a motorhome in Gillingham overnight was started on purpose. Emergency crews were called to College Avenue after it went up in flames just before midnight. No one was hurt, but a second vehicle nearby was damaged by heat from the blaze. Two men involved in shipping thousands of pounds worth of goods to warehouses near Tunbridge Wells have been jailed for five years each for their role in the two million pound fraud. Police needed four HGVs to remove almost 300 pallets of items including wine, TVs and pressure washers from sites in Horsmanden and Brenchley. Companies across Europe had been duped into sending orders to what looked like like legitimate companies in the UK, but discovered they'd been scammed when they asked for payment. Now, there are fears more people could end up on the streets in Sittingbourne now that a bus being used as a temporary shelter is closed. Dozens of people have been kept off the streets thanks to the vehicle, which has been parked up in the town for the past couple of years. Alan, John and Richard are just three of them. I slept in the churchyard and sleeping bag, that's it. And then you don't know if you was going to get... Get, get done or raided or whatever. Yeah, it was a lifeline. And to be honest, I don't know what I would have done. Snow was on the ground a couple of years back and I was freezing, literally freezing. I've become homeless last year in December. Um, had a relationship breakdown. And eventually, after about five months of being on the bus, I've managed to get into a temporary accommodation. And I got into that and I didn't get any help or support when I got in there. I didn't have anything. And now I'm in 
my own one bedroom flat now, which is great, so I've really come from nothing. The bus was forced to shut following concerns about the lack of facilities and security. Tony Cooper, who ran it, is now planning to set up a permanent night shelter. The town needs something. Uh, the bus helped for a few years. Sadly, that's gone. We're still seeing an influx of people that are on the streets. Um, seven since since the actual bus went. We've, we've helped one last night. This last week, we, we've had two people that were offered accommodation um, at late in the evening, um, but they couldn't get to where they was offered. So we've had to put them up. Swale Borough Council say everyone who'd been staying on the bus was offered accommodation and they're working with charity Porchlight to continue to tackle the problem. Kent Online News. Two adults and two children have been assessed by paramedics after breathing in smoke following a fire in a front garden in Gillingham. Rubbish caught a light outside a property in Trafalgar Street late last night. The blaze melted a window frame and gas main and is thought to have started accidentally. Films could be made in Ashford by the end of 2021, according to developers. Entertainment giants like Netflix, Amazon and HBO could fill studios at the site of the Newtown Railway Works. Quinn Estates are due to submit a planning application this week. They're promising to bring 2,000 new jobs to the area and also want to build 300 homes, a hotel and workshops. The Royal Navy's new patrol vessel is due to arrive in the towns it's named after today. HMS Medway is heading to the area ahead of a commissioning service on Thursday. Paul Barnard from the historic dockyard in Chatham has been speaking to Keelan about it on KMTV. It's a huge thing, not just for the historic dockyard, but actually for the, the residents of Medway themselves. The, the Royal Navy have had a huge presence over the last 400 years here in Medway, which sadly came to an end in 1984 upon the closure of the dockyard. So to have the Navy back here in Chatham is a, a huge coup to the local area and it's the last, the first time since we've had a ship commissioned in Medway since HMS Chatham back in the 1980s. And I mentioned uh, an event taking place, just give us a flavour of what people can expect from that. So in terms of the event itself, people will have the opportunity to visit the ship on Sunday the 22nd of September, so that will all be done through Eventbrite systems with the Royal Navy, so check websites, check Google for details on how to do that. But the actual event itself is going to involve the Royal Marines um, being involved in a parade through Chatham High Street, going down Dock Road and actually ending up at the historic dockyard Chatham, and eventually taking part in our Salute to the 40s event, which takes place on the 21st and 22nd of September. And what role will the dockyard play in terms of when the Royal Navy will want to use the ship? How will the, the work sort of come between them contacting you and so forth? Well, it's one of those things that generally it's the, the local councillors tend to be more involved in that sort of thing. But we, we as a real presence from the Royal Navy, tend to be involved and, and really we can play a bit of a role in pulling strings and actually just remembering the history and the, the heritage behind the Navy here at Chatham. So the historic dock card made ships for the Royal Navy for the past 400 years so it seems fitting that we still remain involved in the process. We may not make them anymore but we, we still have that fantastic relationship with the Royal Navy where we can bring them in and the, the wider people of Kent and Medway can enjoy the Royal Navy today here in 2019. And just give us a bit more of an idea of the, the purpose of the ship and what it's going to do sitting here in Medway. So 
So in terms of in Medway, this is a commissioning ceremony. So this is the point where the ship will be given its first mission, for want, for want of a better phrase, and then will go off to perform duties elsewhere around the world. So this is it's a, it's a ceremonial piece after after the ship's been launched and, and formally named. Commissioning is the next step before she goes off and forms active duty, sailing, sailing the world and preventing all sorts of activities, taking part in anti-terror activities, anti-piracy and all sorts of other things that the Royal Navy today are involved in. Kent Online reports. More than 5,000 people have signed a pledge not to carry knives after visiting a sculpture at Rochester Cathedral. The knife angel, which is made of 100,000 blades seized by police, is on display in the gardens there until the end of the month. Children in Medway wanting to go to a grammar school in the town's next year are sitting the Medway test over the next few days. The results will be sent out to parents on October the 7th before school place applications have to be in at the end of that month. Children in the rest of the county did the Kent test last week. Their results will be issued later in October. And Faversham's MP has got a new job. She's been made Minister for Arts, Heritage and Tourism. Helen Waitley's responsibilities will include libraries and museums, gambling and lotteries. It's her first job in government after becoming an MP in 2015. Kent Online Sport. Football and Gillingham are back in League One action tonight with a trip to Bristol Rovers. The Jills are looking for a second successive win after they beat Wickham Wanderers 2-0 at Priestfield at the weekend. Manager Steve Evans has been giving us his thoughts ahead of the game. He's a friend of mine, Graham. You, you do his homework, I'll do, I'll do mine on his. Both teams are different, aren't they? So it's different personnel. Um, it's, very tough, it's very tough to go to Bristol Rovers. Both clubs, to go to Bristol City and Bristol Rovers, it's very tough. They've got Fairvin's hands that we have that'll get behind them. But, you know, we went to Drummond. We're, we're playing really well. I've said all bar, you know, Boston here and two halves in, in Drummond, what Drummond was a half in Coventry. We've, we've played very, very well and we've competed. The first thing we'll need to do at Bristol Rovers is compete. And we've got enough ability in the locker to get something. Well, the Jills won at the Memorial Stadium last year and speaking after their victory at the weekend, defender Barry Fuller says they'll be hoping for more of the same. Very tough place to go. It's always difficult to go there. And I think I always seem to play there on a Tuesday night. I don't think I ever play there on a Saturday. But obviously last year we went there and it was one of probably our best performances of the season last year. We went there, took the game to them and we know if we can build on today's performance and perform anywhere like we did today defensively and be ruthless in the other end, I'm pretty sure we'll come away with another result. And finally today, praise is pouring in for a woman who's become the first person to swim across the English Channel four times in a row. American Sarah Thomas trained for the challenge while undergoing breast cancer treatment last year. She arrived in Dover this morning after spending more than 54 hours in the water and has been described as inspirational. That's it for now, but don't forget you can go to kentonline.co.uk for more news throughout the day news you can trust this is the kent online podcast